Hey, babe, what you got there? This is a check from Carvana. I just sold my car to them. I went online and Carvana gave me an offer right away. Then they just picked up the car and gave me this. Well, that's a big check. Well, obviously you could put this towards your next car, or we could finally get that jacuzzi, or I could start taking tuba lessons, or I could quit my job and write my memoir. Or I can put it towards my next car with Carvana. Sorry, your check, not mine. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today is Wednesday, May 20th, 2020. Today's poem is by an old stalwart, the uh, perhaps the greatest of the American poets of the 20th century, Robert Frost. Turn to him every now and then on this podcast, of course, and in life in general. Uh, he lived from 1874 to 1963, uh, received four Pulitzer Prizes for his poetry, the Congressional Gold Medal in 1960 for his poetical works, and was, of course, the Poet Laureate of Vermont. So one of the essential figures um, of American poetry, of all poetry, really. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called Acquainted with the Night. It is from uh, 1927. It was published in the Virginia Quarterly Review, and then again in 1928 in his collection called West Running Brook. It goes like this. I have been one acquainted with the night. I have walked out in rain and back in rain. I have outwalked the furthest city light. I have looked down the saddest city lane. I have passed by the watchman on his beat and dropped my eyes, unwilling to explain. I have stood still and stopped the sound of feet when far away an interrupted cry came over houses from another street, but not to call me back or say goodbye. And further still, at an unearthly height, one luminary clock against the sky proclaimed the time was neither wrong nor right. I have been one acquainted with the night. So this is uh, this is actually one of my favorite poems though that Frost wrote. Um, in a way, it's uh, it's a little dark, right? Seems to be perhaps even um, a poem about depression or anxiety. I, I think that's I think that's there. But it's a uh, it's a sonnet, um, fourteen lines, of course. It's written in iambic pentameter. Uh, it's a terza rima, which is translated to to third rhyme. Uh, so it's a terza rima rhyme scheme. So it follows the uh, the pattern of A B A B C B C D C D A D A A. Terza rima was invented by Dante for the Divine Comedy, and so this is one of the uh, the more famous examples of terza rima in English. Um, I think uh, my understanding is that terza rima is actually quite a bit more difficult to write in English because. Um, in Italian, the, there's just a lot more vowel endings, which makes the, uh, the, the scheme more easy to approach. So this is a difficult thing for, for Frost to have, to have taken on. But I love the association, and, and I imagine for Frost it was, it was purposeful, the association of the Divine Comedy, of Dante's own journey into the Inferno and then Purgatorio and Paradiso, uh, led first by Virgil and then by uh, Beatrice. But his own journey his own sort of, you know, dark night of the soul type of journey. Uh, at least that's where it starts. So that has to have been a purposeful illusion, uh, the, the very use of Terzarama being the illusion itself for 
Frost poem about, like Dante, walking uh, in the night. You get a sort of, you know, this sort of notion of a pathetic fallacy where, where the rain and, and the, uh, this, the weather itself being an objective correlative for how the poet feels. Um, you get that in this poem. But, but I'm so fascinated by the, the moment where Frost passes by the watchman on his beat. So, you know, there's, the, there's a police officer there who's walking down these sad city lanes. I, you know, I imagine kind of like a film noir, right? And so we've got our poet, our, our narrator. Perhaps he's got a, a hat on a fedora pulled down over his eyes and, and a coat with the collar turned up. And he's walking down these city lanes. And you can imagine the, the city lights shining on the wet concrete. Um, think The Third Man, for example. A great classic film noir movie. It takes place in Vienna. Lots of rainy nights and the light shining. And you know, it's black and white and everything. And, and he passes by the policeman, the watchman on his beat. And the poet drops his eyes. He doesn't even want to make eye contact because he doesn't want to have to uh, explain what he's doing. He doesn't want to have to acknowledge his, you know, the reasons why he's, he's wandering around in, in, in this situation, in, you know, in, in the rain at night. That image to me is so uh, profound and so human and so, in many ways, so universal. So it's this particular experience, this particular scene that is captured with so much imagination and, and makes it so profound because I think so many, because we all understand that, that, that tendency, the, the desire to, to not look up and make eye contact, to have to explain the way we're feeling. But is this poem ultimately dark? Is it ultimately despairing? If you know a little bit about Frost's biography, you know that he was no stranger to sadness. He lost a couple children um, before their time. Uh, he, he lived through, you know, some very sad things, and, and certainly through a time in the world's history when very sad things were going on. But in the end, is this just a poem that's about being acquainted with the night and, and it's confessional in that way? Or is there, is there, a, is there a hopefulness at the, the core of this poem? That's one of those questions that I don't know that I want to answer <laughs> uh, for you, because I think that's kind of the point of experiencing a poem like this and living with it and, and thinking about it. So I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, um, to answer that for you. But I do want to point out that the notion of being acquainted with the night is interesting, given that the poem has such a theme of isolation at its core. You know, this is a man walking alone. He, he's not even connected. There's a, there's a, um, a cry that comes from over the houses from another street and it's disconnected. He's not even acquainted with that person. Um, and yet it says that there's a, you know, he's acquainted with the night. So there's, there's a bit of irony in that. Um, and I wonder, I think a lot about how that plays into whether this is a, a, a essentially hopeless poem. And again, I, I'll leave that to you for you to decide. Um, but on the other hand, you know, I think for anybody who has uh, brushed against anxiety or uh, depression or fear, uh, a poem like this can, can give voice to some of what's being felt. Um, and even if it does seem like a despairing poem, being able to give voice to that, I think, is meaningful. Um, so here, one more time, is Robert Frost's Acquainted with the Night. I have been one acquainted with the night. I have walked out in rain, and back in rain I have outwalked the furthest city light. 
I have looked down the saddest city lane. I have passed by the watchman on his beat and dropped my eyes, unwilling to explain. I have stood still and stopped the sound of feet when far away an interrupted cry came over houses from another street, but not to call me back or say goodbye. And further still, at an unearthly height, one luminary clock against the sky proclaimed the time was neither wrong nor right. I have been one acquainted with the night. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.